What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. We at the junior college all of a sudden. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And, and that's you. For being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Monday Night Roski, the longest-running episodic program here on YouTube. We back in here. We back in here. Today's episode, we're going to talk about this Gen Z influencer says she's too pretty to work a nine to five job. And uh, yes, I will take her down and give her some biology books, but too pretty to work. You better get your ass to work. We're going to talk about this mindset. We're also going to talk about bad baby, bad baby, bad baby. She speaks at Oxford, which tells you announcement has been paid for by the new world order. Oh, this is crazy. All right. Now we having a pretty we're going to tell you who she is. You might remember as the cash me outside girl. And we're going to talk about how she's speaking at Oxford with the significance of this and where we're going. Are we at the point of no return? We're at the point of no return. New, 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 this is absolutely crazy, man. We are dealing with oh my God. a crazy, crazy, crazy culture right now. All right. To contribute to today's show, Dallas sign TGA live on the cash app, PayPal, PayPal.me backslash coach Greg Adams and I think I got the subjects out of order. It's okay. It's okay. It, it doesn't matter. Dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. PayPal. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. The link is pinned to the top of the live chat at the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV is at Venmo. And then also, the Notorious CGA channel has Super Chats. We're definitely going to be here for an hour. This is going to be the power hour. Maybe an hour and some change. But I definitely got to skedaddle. All right, listen. <laughs> Yeah, man, somebody said this is the best show on YouTube. For real, for real, coach. Got the gift of the gab. I got the gift of the gab. The gift of gab out here, man. I can run these motherfucking lips. Worried about who a blood or a crit. Yeah, mess the red. In the and by the way, if you are in a good neighborhood. This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Yes, indeed. Let everybody know what we got going on here. What we doing around here. What is this one right here? All right. Anyway, anyway. Uh. This is the Bruce Wayne of this ish. This is the speaker of truth. This is the king of content. Yours truly here, the best edutainment program here on YouTube. This is the one and only Coach Alini, the authoritarian, the fascist, yes, the dictator. And also, also Coach Adamus, the per, the seer of the future in the middle in this bad boy. And the sisters be like, What that mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? Sisters be like, who is this dude? And what does that mean? What that mean? Yes, indeed. <laughs> Why do sisters always watch my show and every time I talk about something, they be like, what that mean? Yeah, what that mean? What that mean? Sisters be, it be going right over their hair weave. Do you really want hair or do you really want weave? What that mean? Hey, ladies, uh, again, if you forgot why, what's up with the baby? What's up with these edges right here? The baby hairs? Stop putting them baby hairs on your head. What that mean? Yeah, what that mean? All right, stop pulling them baby hairs on your head. All right, anyway, shout out to Albert Wesker over there on the cash on the super chat. I can look at this screen too. All right, and I can shuffle too. Albert Wesker says 60 years of whammonism equals bad baby at Oxford. This should be, this is reprehensible. This is reprehensible. Our culture is gone. Our culture is gone. And I know you want to blame the, the notorious one. I know you want to blame CGA, but it's gone. I know you guys are like, well, and the normies out here are having fun. 
Hmm. Shout out to Henry Brazilian, K- KT King over there, KT the King over there on the Notorious CGA channel. Black Rattis, the philosopher coach. When you shouted out my hometown, Pontiac, Michigan, I lost it. There's a lot of us that have had their wives leave us and go to these streets. All right, man. He says, you are keeping us from losing it and staying focused. Shout out to you and shout out to everybody in Pontiac, Michigan. Y'all caught hell this morning. All right. Shout out to Pontiac, Michigan. Let me check on the Venmo and see whoever dropped by over there. Uh, We had a couple brothers in the building. Uh, Macaroni Tony. Let me see here. Um, Macaroni Tony says, speaking of the young ladies, word on the street is freshly 18-year-old Jaden Newman has now signed up for subscriber-only content. I like that, subscriber-only content. They all too pretty. Wait. I think you meant they are all too pretty for work, Sean. Hey, you know what? That reminds me. I need to look up whoever this person is since she's barely legal. Let's see here. Jaden Newman. Let's take a look for research purposes only. Let's take a look, Ski. Boy, I mean, if you have daughters in this period, this has got to be one of your concerns. This looks like she plays basketball. Hold on. Let me see what we working with here. Let me see what we working with. I mean, she a butterface, but she a butterface. She got some big ass titties, though. Her titties are humongous. And she's legal, so I can talk about it. Um, I mean, her butt, she still built like a, she built like a block. She'll make some money, but damn, she on limited. She on borrow time. Where does she play? What, what, what does she do? Who the hell is this person? <laughs> Who the hell is this person? What is she famous for? What in the hell is she? She, she hoops. She's a basketball player. Dude, she plain, she averages hell. I mean, listen, she played at Louisville. No, 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 no. She don't play. She playing high school ball, obviously, if she's 18. Oh, boy, she been around for a minute. Oh, man, they got her ranked right here on ESPN. Holy moly. And she turned to OnlyFans. Good Lord, have mercy. I'm going to do If you Google her, they got a picture of her probably when she was she probably was good when in the fifth grade, and then everybody caught up to her height wise. Nine year old, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Who send the asteroid? Oh my goodness! What? Am I looking at the right sister? Am I looking at the right person? She got the Roblox body. This is the, is this the right person? They've been following her since she was nine on the travel team. I guess she was balling out on the high school team at nine. Okay. It's gone. It's gone, dude. Hey, we have to point it over turn. Do me a favor. Get the likes up, man. So she going subscriber only content. Is she just wearing draws or what? What is she doing? Bikini only? MC Hamster says CGA saw you or a doppelganger in the Orlando area working out. He says had the Raiders gear on too. Sorry. I used your government name. He says came from the came for the knowledge, stayed for the laughs. So appreciate you, brother. Um, yeah, that wasn't me working out in Orlando. I was in Orlando, but uh, somebody must be. Yeah, must somebody must be doppelganging me. Pause. That sounds weird. Doppelganging me. Did I get the right picture? Did I get the right person? I know you can't see. I don't want to put her up there. You want to see the gal? Okay, hold on for a second. All right. But it wasn't me in Orlando. Y'all like, let me see, coach. I know I was just, I was just doing it. I was just doing it. Hold on for a second. 
Uh, this is the gal. Uh, this is allegedly the gal. I don't know if this is the right person, uh, but she's going to be freshly. She freshly turned 18. Is this the right girl? This one? I mean, she big. She got some saggy waggies, boy. Them things is. In that picture, they're very big. But um, this is what I was talking about. ESPN did a profile on her when she was balling out, probably like 10 years ago. You see, she been in the. She been balling out for a minute. Yeah, man, that's that's crazy, boy. Just do time fast time it, for old people, for old people. You old people got to realize. And when we get to bad baby, you're going to realize, man, the way people make money now is way different than how people make money back in the day. OK, <laughs> she's like she grew up and out. All right. She definitely grew up and out. But um, uh, the way people make money back in the day. It's it's not the, it's not the way you do. When we get to the bad baby, you're gonna feel disgusted that you go to work every day. Everybody that's a millennial, older millennial, like I'm talking about the 40 year old millennials and up. Everybody was born in 1978 and above. You guys are gonna just be disgusted at the amount of money people make and how easy they make it. So um, anyway, but without further ado, did I get everybody? I got Sligo is the sauce dropping his bizank in the building. Hold on for a second. Let me put some respect in your name. I skipped one. Sligo is the sauce sponsoring today's show. I have a friend that can't get any young people to work more than three days a week. They refused. The job is at the goodwill. Easy as can be. Man, dang. You know what? So, and I, I'll get to the dictator here in a minute. This is what we're talking. I know you can go to the grocery store. Listen, it's it's far too easy for them to make money. You know what I mean? They can make a good little grip. Um, doing Instagram reels. They can make a good little grip. And if they feel like they could do it, they could do it. It's absolutely insane. They can make probably 700, 800. I mean, that's just doing reels, not a, let alone going out and getting their makeup palette or getting their elixir or whatever they're doing, their little waist trainer or getting their, um, it, don't let them have OnlyFans. Uh, wow. And so a lot of them think like this. We're going to talk about that. The dictator says, since you already left Cali, I will allow you to be the dictator of Vegas in the building. Yes, indeed. The way we do it around here, we keep it 100 percent. The dictators around here, man. Hey, look at this. Let's get in here. Let's get in here with this one. Oh, did I get everybody on the cash app? Let me stop. I'm already running ahead. XL Pro Services, brother. Let's give you a sponsorship. Good Lord. XL Pro Services is back in here. Thank you, brother. I really appreciate you, man, for being here every day. All right, so DG Seymour, too. We're going to give you one for the month. DG Seymour in the building, man. And not only am I rich, he's rich. Oh, actually, for the private investigators that are watching me, I'm broke. I ain't got no money. Your rent's due, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, CGA's rent's due. Good Lord. All right, here we go. We got PayPal. Let me get everybody before. Oh, oh. There's no PayPal's good. All right. So here we go right here. Uh, we're going to start with bad baby, bad baby. And I had to look up her name because I thought it was bad Bobby. I didn't know what the hell it was. But um, let's let's start with her part of the show here. Let me see if I can get all my tabs in the right order. I actually didn't remember what order I was doing things in. So I got myself a little bit out of order. OK, uh, bad baby is going to visit Oxford. Now, if you guys don't know the significance of one Oxford University, if you think Ivy Leagues, just think Ivy Leagues and beyond. 
So Oxford University is one of the most famous institutions over there in the jolly old England, um, very close to London. And Oxford University has been teaching students since the 1100s. If you guys don't know that, the 1100s, they've been teaching students in their rival Cambridge is these are the uppity ups. It's considered one of the most popular universities there is on planet Earth. OK, planet Earth. Many distinguished colleagues have gone into teaching. By the way, hold on for a second. Let me give him this real quick. New, 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 new world many, order. many, many distinguished people have gone on to be educated at Oxford University. And so with that being said, uh, they have a distinguished group of people. They have uh, the elites of the elites go there. The smarts of the smarts go there. And um, if you want to give it some sort of comparison, think Hufflepuff. Think, think Hufflepuff or something like that. You know what I mean? Like this is what type of shit goes on at Oxford. Okay. Now this clown, not this clown, this person, bad Barbie, bad baby has been invited to speak there. And it says right here, the kids love the speech kids. I wonder how many feet pictures going on there. Okay. And there's a lot to say about this uh, university, but that's all you need to know. Mo one of the most popular universities, uh, definitely in England, and if not the world. I think that probably you could say the Ivy League's probably um, emulated themselves after Oxford. Okay, so Oxford is the top of the top, the cream of the crop. All right, they also are the... New, 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 new world order. All right, anyway, um, <laughs> if you read about it, it's actually pretty interesting. Anyway, with that being said, the kids love the speech. If you don't know who Bad Baby is, this is going to be your reminder right here. All right, hold on for a second. I got to make it larger on your screen. Just in case you forgot, this individual is speaking at Oxford University. Let's go ahead and roll the film. Ain't nobody going to catch me. Because you're too streetwise? Yup. And all these hoes laughing like so funny. Talking about the audience. Let the laughing at her. Did, did you say the... The, the hoes are laughing? Yep. So the audience are a bunch of hoes? Yep. Catch me outside. How about that? Huh? Catch me outside. How about that? Catch you outside? What does that mean? What I just said. Catch me outside. How about that? Huh? Catch me outside. How about that? Catch me outside. How about that? Huh? Catch me outside, how about that? Catch me outside, how about that? Catch me outside, how about that? Okay, all right, so that was when she was about 12 or 13, 11. I don't even know how old she was at that particular point. That was on the Dr. Phil show. She's turned that appearance into a rap career and $50 million, claiming she earned $50 million on, on subscriber-only content. All right, so let's give you the reel over here. Check it out right here. Check it out right here. Check, check, check it out. The Cash Me Outside girl, Bad Baby, not only made $50 million on OnlyFans as she turned 18, on the day she turned 18. So don't be mad at me for viewing content. You had people put $50 million in her bank account soon as she became barely legal. So I don't want to hear about it. By the way, if you want to call people like us, me a metaphile what are the people who made her 50 million dollars the, the day she turned 18 bro what do you call that what do you call that all right are you guys are you guys telling them they're metaphiles do are you telling her she can't make money is she too much of a kid but anyway 
on the day she turned 18, she made a $50 million, or this year she's made $50 million on Lonely Fans. And she just spoke to a packed house at the House of Academics at Oxford University. I don't know if you know the significance of this. This is not small potatoes. This is a big deal. And I'm going to read this part of the uh, paragraph, as you guys know. They give you a brief history of her here. Um, there she is on the Dr. Phil show. This is what she's turned into. And I believe she's still 18 or 19. I'm not sure right now. Um, she's been the subject of a lot of information here. And there she is speaking at Oxford University. Hold on for a second. Let's pull that picture up. Okay. On uh, speaking after she made $50 million. So there she is right there. there. There, This is what you have to accomplish today as a woman. This is what you have to accomplish today as a woman to get, by, by the way, why does she make that much money? I mean, she's very plain. I mean, listen, I've had my fun with the likes of this, but. Oh, she's 19 years old now. All right, let's see what the let's see this here. Oh, they're gonna run an ad. All right, so let's forget that. There she is with the with the baby hair edges. Is this a wig? She's got the baby hairs. You know, I don't like it. There she is, right there. There she is. What can you learn from this individual? I mean, she made 50 million, but I mean, what can she possibly have said? She looks thank to me, but that's just me. All right, uh, listen, she's not she's not my type. I mean, you know, I I take her down. I take her down. <laughs> but it is what it is. All right, so uh, here it is. Let's read this part. It's only human to resent this level of success coming to someone with so little to offer. But at the same time, how do you not applaud the accomplishment? Says a 19-year-old who should be probably graduating from juvie to big girl prison right about now. He says, and instead, she's a multi-millionaire walking the, in the steps of world leaders and Nobel Prize winners. I believe Oxford University has produced no less than 30, 28 to 30 Nobel uh, Prize winners. 28 to 30 Nobel Prize winners. And she's speaking at Oxford. I don't think any school has that can say that. I don't know. Maybe some Ivy Leagues can. With old money, blue blood aristocrats taking time off from spending their inherited wealth to hear her tell them how to be successful hell einstein albert einstein himself had to do no less than unlock the secrets of time and space to get into that room this chick just had it to be insufferable on tv and expose herself for money and oxford came begging and i'm sure there were empty seats available when the father of relativity gave his ted talk of course nobody wanted to hear that but bad baby of course. Also, good for bad baby that she's using some of her riches to help others. For real. Especially encouraging young people to get an education in the trades, which I personally think is way undervalued today. All right, good for her. Sincerely good on her. But let's be honest. All the altruism is not why all the Gryffindors and the Hufflepuffs are waiting in line to talk to her. Wow. Or to hear her. Says lying. Lying. Wait a minute. They, there's a typo there. And it's not because she's famous. It's because she's famous for being famous, which is the most intoxicating thing there is. Like Bill Maher said a while back about how Gen Z loves to talk about how much they respect and admire Greta Thunberg for her climate activism. But that chick has a following that is a tiny fraction of 1% of what Kylie Jenner has for looking pretty in designer clothes and shoes. 
That costs more than your house. So let's not forget, Miss Baby is a big deal at Oxford because she's still the cash me outside girl. And that in and of itself is part of what makes the human race so insanely fascinating. What a world we live in. Wow. So this is this is this is where it goes. This is where fame can take you. And this is just the result of the feminist culture. This is the feminist mindset fully on steroids. And now young women who worked hard to score 1600s or 3200s, whatever they score on the SAT days these days, they score 1600s, 1590s on the SAT. Now get to listen to a woman. And these women, these people at Oxford are going to make 50,000 pounds a year, 80,000 pounds a year. Maybe if they come to America, $125,000 a year. They're listening to a woman who pulled her titties out at 18 and made $50 million in a year. Certainly does deserve a round of applause for the junior college people of the world, but we're at the point of no return. We're at the point of no return. I don't think we can come back from this. And as a matter of fact, when we talk about our next story, it's going to show you. Are we at the really point of no return of relationships? And I did an entire stream on this one. Interesting stuff, right? With the cash me outside girl. Uh, this is, man, boy, five short years and you're here. And so um, if you look at um, if you look at what young women can do, if you look at what young women can do, um, I always share this story of let me see here. Um, let me see if I can pull this story. I always share this story. And, and speaking of, you got to think about this. You got to think about equality or all of our conversations about equality, right? And where there's no equality in terms of women earning. And now women are able to monetize themselves very swiftly, make a lot of money in a short period of time. But we're going to be the calls for equality on that side. How can men get involved in that? How can men get involved in that? And why are the women being rewarded? Obviously, we know it's biological, right? They're young. They're attractive. Most of them are teasing, doing implied nudity and nudity. But where's the equality? How come young men can't capitalize on this? Many times they have to capitalize, and they have to capitalize on athleticism or entertainment, which is a small, small percentage of men. And even then, these men have to continue to work hard and stay there because one broken leg or you know, one bad season, they're, they're done. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example, and I hope I don't take too long. These are the Cavender twins, the Cavender twins. So these twins, uh, the, they came out of high school looking like this, pretty plain, and then they end up going to Fresno State, and this is what they look like, okay? But then they started getting a lot of social media attention, and thus they turned themselves into Barbies, all right? And they have all the lip injections and the Botox, and the, the fried blonde hair, and all of that. Now, why is this significant? In a short amount of time, these young girls have gone to several big universities. Uh, Fresno State started, and then they took their talents to Miami to capitalize on their social media. But, as, oh, damn, I keep pressing the wrong link. Uh, but there it is right there. There's their poster for the University of Miami. Um, they just started their first season at Miami. Now, in this scenario what you have to understand is these young girls are probably some of the top earning athletes in america for the ncaa has initiated the national like uh, so the national the name image and likeness the n name likeness and image which now the young athletes can capitalize instead of the universities capitalizing they now can capitalize these two girls are the 
highest paid athletes, some of the highest paid athletes in America in, in terms of co collegiate athletes, mostly from their TikTok, Instagram, and so forth and so on. And they've got their, their family and their sisters and their mothers involved in this now. And this is where it's going. I ask you, I ask you, somebody said gay man can. I ask you, where is the equality in this? When are we going to say we're having the equality in this? And by the way, these girls are probably under the age of 21 um, and started getting very famous around the age of 18 and 19. Again, biology is what it is. And um, there they are in high school. And there they are at their first freshman and sophomore year at Fresno State. And then they said, we taking our talents to the big screen, to the big stage. And if you follow them on social media, you see they have a massive following and such. And they've appeared on TV shows. They have sponsorships with major shoe deals and companies and makeup and all this stuff. Um, anyway, there's no equality. And so once feminism has found a way to get to the point where they get monetizing, uh, women monetize themselves, the, the, the whole idea of we're looking for equality of both men and women, it goes out of the window. You, you realize that there's full on hypocrisy going on here. Um, another quick story here. Why men would rather not communicate with women in relationships. Is this true? Let's go ahead and run the film. I got to close some tabs. I got too much going on here. It's going to be the hour show. The power hour. What is going on here? Oh, here it is right here. Let's go ahead and pop this up. Um, he's This man's talking about happiness and relationships and all of this stuff. Let's listen to this brother spill his guts. Let's see if I might have to refresh it real quick. Okay, play it. Right, don't okay. take criticism real, right? So even if she asks you something, let's say, you know what? Are you making me happy? And I look at you and say, no, you're not. You're not doing this. I feel like your, your cooking is not that good. I feel like I'm not getting sex as frequently as I would like or as frequently as you advertise when we were in the dating stage. I feel like you are not that attentive to me and things that you don't benefit from. I feel like, you know, X, Y, Z, a man get to land that shit out to most women. If we're going to be honest, she going to, like, all she heard is, what I'm not doing. And typically how that goes is it gets flipped immediately. Oh, yeah. Well, when you do this or with what you're doing, instead of actually taking the criticism that a man's giving you, going back to work on it and implementing it into the relationship like men have to do. So that's why I feel like the disconnect is women talk like it's very easy for this man to just communicate what you're not doing and I'll go fix it. That's not the case. Interesting conversation there. And the guy says, I act like I don't know who bad Barbie, you even said bad Barbie. I'm having to say bad baby because I was calling her bad Barbie the whole time. And apparently I was wrong. So I'm having to say bad baby. All right. So it's not like I haven't heard of her. I just was calling her the wrong name. And people roasted me for it in the comment section. So I don't even know what it is today. I think it's bad baby. So I'm having to correct myself. Yes, I did a stream on her already. But um, is this true? Is what he's saying true? When women ask you to communicate about their relationships, when women ask you to communicate about their relationships, he's saying when men communicate, they often then turn it back on him. Oh, is that, oh, you complaining about that? Oh, well, let me tell you about yourself. Instead of taking that criticism, this is constructive criticism. It's not criticism doesn't mean it's negative. It just means, hey, this is something that's constructively I will want you to work on. If he initiates that, are the women going to treat him fair? Or are they going to turn it back on him? I think he makes a great point. And this is why men shut down in communicating with women. It's because women wait to have this talk. Hey, we need to have a talk. Once you know we need to have a talk, then you know there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with your ass. All right, it's time to blame you. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's However, fault. 
if a man initiates or if a woman says, you never communicate with me. Well, when I do, it's a way if he initiates and says, hey, your cooking is all these noodles are stuck together. All right. Did you put any butter in this damn thing? You didn't put any butter in the noodles. You don't know how to cook your feet looking raggedy, you know, whatever these criticisms are, then immediately is going to be turned back into you. So thus the point of communicating and to try to get her to work on whatever she's deficient at ends up being criticisms about you. And she doesn't take what you're saying to heart. Is that why, is that why men don't communicate? I actually think that's a good idea. I'm going to play that again, just so you guys, for you guys to hear that explanation. And this explanation was on point. This is why, if ladies, if you're watching me, this is why men don't communicate. Let's go ahead and play it. Most women, right, don't take criticism real, right? So even if she asks you something, let's say, you know what, are you making me happy? I look at you and say, no, you're not. You're not doing this. I feel like your, your cooking is not that good. I feel like I'm not getting sex as frequently as I would like or as frequently as you advertised when we were in the dating stage. I feel like you are not that attentive to me and things that you don't benefit from. I feel like, you know, X, Y, Z, a man get to laying that shit out to most women. If we're going to be honest, she going to like all she heard is what I'm not doing. And typically how that goes is it gets flipped immediately. Oh, yeah. Well, when you do this or with what you doing, instead of actually taking the criticism that a man is giving you, going back to work on it and implementing it into the relationship like men have to do. See. This is kind of the bite back that we get over here. And it's one of the things that we look, one of the fires we look to put out is because you always talk about women. And then when we talk about women then we say, well, women do this and women cheat and women do that. And we show the data and statistics. What they say is, but what about when men do? But, and you see this commonly on ignorant, you know, post on ignorant people on TikTok or, or Instagram or fake book. Okay, you talking about that, but what about when men do classic, classic, um, classic deflection and then redirect? And this is why it's important for our space to not talk about uh, the Hafiz strategy is talk about balance. This is why you can't talk about balance, because when you talk about balance is going to most likely deflect and redirect to the majority of what men fail at. Even if you try to keep it balanced. You can't keep it on this on the tracks. They're eventually going to be, and I said this on the interview, well, for every one thing I say, once we bring balance, for every one negative thing I say about women, if I'm doing a balance show, five negative things have to be said about men. It's going to be one for five the entire show. And then most women will pile in here. They'll start piling in here listening to me, and they'll be like, okay, yeah, I heard what you said, but let's get back to talking about these damn uh, dudes. And then my numbers would go up. Kevin Samuels figured this out. When you talk about, when you give women the platform, when you give them the stage, even if it's a situation where they're going to bury themselves, the money is in then uh, getting women, uh, getting making women feel good about the conversation or at least giving them a stage. This is why you can't give balance. This is why this space, whatever you want to call it, this space has to continue to be focusing on the men's issues. Maybe we're making relationships and marriage look negative, but we still need to stay on this because the, you know, the classic deflect redirect. Now you're talking specifically about what men do. And that's where the primary interest is because that's where the money is going to be spent. Wow. Interesting thing there. I like that. I like that. Let me catch up on some super chats. Then we're going to talk about this social media influencer. They call these social media influencers these days talking about 
how she don't want to work no job. She like, why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. All right. Oh, super chat time over here. <laughs> oh, shout out to Azriel's Pet Nation. He says Nova owes me some paw picks. Coaches, the Bruce Wayne of this is. Shout out to you, man. Oh, man. Um, I didn't do my grifting. I didn't do my grifting to, in today's show. I don't have time. But, uh, you know, Trollo Candy still does the grifting uh, sponsorship. But uh, at some particular point, I haven't even I've cut back on my production of social media. I have I have many platforms, many opportunities to do some of these things. But uh, come come next week. All right. You're going to see it all. Nova Nova's channel is going to get going again. All right. The sports channel is going to get going again. I've been traveling. I've been doing the 21 convention and the SOS and traveling to Florida, California. I was traveling to California. So I'm about to pick it back up. You're going to see some. You're going to see some. You're going to see some trolley. You're going to see some trollo candy grifting. <laughs> yeah. That trollo candy grifting there. You know what I mean? It's going to be classic CGA. Coach Gay, Coach Adamus grifting. You know what I mean? <laughs> the they, the white hard shell candy with a little bit of jealousy in the inside. Yeah. Get it. Get it. Griff. Griff. Go grifter. Get money. Go grifter. Get money. Go grifter. Get money. Go grifter. Get money. Kick in the dough, wave in the fo fo. All you tourists, CGA, kicking no mo. Disrespect my click, my ish imperial. Mess around, get made a milk box material. You feel me? Yeah. Go grift, go grifter. Yay. Hey. hey. <laughs> it's going to be, you think you mad now. If you think you mad now. Yo, wait until next week, Trollo. If you think you grifting now, yo, wait until next week, Trollo. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you think you mad now, brother? I'm going to be trying to get anyway. <laughs> this is crazy, man. Shout out to Brown 310 in the building. Shout out to Brown 310 in the building. Thank you, sir, for being here. You get you get a sponsorship at this point. You know what, what I mean? Wait, yeah, you wait. That's not the sponsorship music right there. I'm rich, yeah, my album got to come out. I got to do the album. You know what I need? Hey, check this out. Check this out. I'm I'm gonna put out an EP. We putting out an EP. I got one songwriter, 10 toes up, my songwriter. I don't don't believe I forgot about you, brothers. All right, just, you got to be patient with me when you give me information. My ten toes up songwriter, I need I need an R and B songwriter. I need somebody to kick. Y'all got to be good too. And I know there's a music. I know there's an entertainer that watches me. Give me one of your weakest shit. All right, give me one of your weakest shit. You know what I mean? Throw, give me your throwaway. If 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 Jacquez, are you watching? Ursher, you know what I mean? Babyface. <laughs> All right, any one of y'all. Give me one of your weakest shit, man. We about to put this out. We about to put this EP out. Dude, people are going to be pissed off because we, yeah, this ain't going to be no, yo, this ain't no bullshit. You know what I mean? We're going to put it out. We're going to put out the, and it's this is what we're doing. 90s R&B. 90s, we bringing it back. We bringing it back. And uh, we might have, we might, yeah, give me your weakest shit. Throw that shit out there. You know what I mean? R. Kelly. Hey, R. Kelly, bro. I know you need some R. I know you need some shine. 
Classy Beats. We got Wisdom Vision Production. We got our homeboy Sonic booming. Hey, man. <laughs> we doing this. We've been, hey, I've been pushing this for about a year. I've been doing this. I've been saying I'm going to cut this EP for about a year. Yeah, he needs some money on his books. R. Kelly, you know you need some money on your books. You know you need that personal soap attacher around your neck so you don't drop your soap in the shower. And then somebody walk up to be walk up to you and be like, booty, booty. But but the twist is if you're a writer, it's gotta be red pill twist to it. It's gotta be like it's gotta, you think it's going into simping, but then it transitions into a red pill message. We gotta get it going, man. <laughs> ooh, ooh, tea. Ooh, 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 tea. We got the yo, man. It's gonna be crazy, man. We got it going on, man. Shout out to Teddy KGB. He says. Grits, grits, grift on that ass, coach. I believe that's what that means. Shout out to you. We got, we got the grift. It is, is what it is. I've been accused of it, so I accept it. I believe that's what you meant. Sligo as the sauce came in again. I'm All right. Speaking of social media, he says, watching my ex sugar baby jump from lesbian lover to lesbian lover every one to three weeks is hilarious. Wow. He says, and every time it's a love like no other love. Oh, and she must have been young. He says, followed by all the pictures being deleted. He says, sad to watch, actually, but it's the Truman Show. That's what we do around here. So he's got some young sugar babies out there because, yes, get him, daddy is in the full effect. Get him, daddy. And, of course, she finds her new love, and it doesn't work out. And then he adds again. He says, but the new one is I got is fantastic. He's got a new one. He says, we go out to eat and she leaves her phone at my house. Not addicted to her phone. It's fantastic. Just saying hello, coach. Have a great day. Shout out to you and have a great day to you. I met my brother in Nevada. I'm <laughs> All right. Hey, record labels, don't be trying to take advantage of me, man. This ain't no damn Cadillac records around here. But this gonna be get this gonna be getting money. No, you know what I mean. We gonna sell like five thousand. We gonna sell five thousand copies. That's all of like what fifty fifty eleven dollars. <laughs> it's gonna be the ish. I've been thinking about this. We've been talking about this for a year. The new people watching us. What are you talking about? Cutting a record. <laughs> he he trying to grip him trying to cut a record. Yes, we are, bro. We've been we've been trying to cut a record. We've been trying to cut a record. Ten toes up. We going platinum, ninja. We going platinum. I'm going to be all up in the video. It's going to be crazy. Hey, we going number one. We going number one. Vlad TV going to come calling. Hey, Vlad, you're going to say, where this old raggedy ass dude out here cutting records? <laughs> Ten toes up production, followed by the junior college entertainment production company. We ready. Hey, Sizzle's going to be on the feature. Dr. BOA cut a record. Shout out to BOA and show to Mr. Palmer. We cutting a record, man. That's the next level for the Red Pill. We cutting records. <laughs> hey, if I get if I get a big name to go feature on my album, bruh, we, we going. We going. All right, shout out to Galloway. Pearl dropped the collab. He says it was hard to listen to at about the halfway point. Yeah, we had production problems over here. My microphone, I thought I had a second mic and I could not find it. And Pearl was sitting in the in the in the desert storm bunker. She was waiting. She was like, let's go. And I was like, I can't find the mic. So we had to use a bad mic anyway. 
I had a second mic, but it didn't connect. It was just a mess. But it worked out, man. Shout out to Pearl for uh, coming through. DGC Moore says, keep it up, man. God dang, brothers. Y'all make me want to stay longer. I'm yes, indeed. All right. We got, uh, thank you, Galloway. I have to watch the whole interview. It's like two and a half hours long, and I haven't watched it. All right. Shout out to Zero Fallout. He says, they talk about how women get taken advantage of, but reality shows otherwise. But reality shows us otherwise. I think that's what it is. And a lot of young and old men get parted, getting parted from their resources for nothing. Not of people. Um, let's just say you're giving these resources up for these women and they're doing the bare minimum. You don't even get stank on your finger no more. This is modern day demolition man intercourse. <laughs> this is just weird. How are you not even getting stank on your finger and you paying these women? Oh, man, this is a tough time, man. All right, we got a couple more people here. Let me get three and then move on. Maryland guy says, so they got bad babies speaking at an Ivy League school now. Russia, please send the nukes. Okay. Uh, the reality is a lot of us are in the, we're in the final transition of um, entitlement. After this, there'll be nothing. They're going to ruin it. It is kind of like the third generation of people getting stuff pad, passed down. Right after the third generation, the, the next generation, they're just going to ruin it. It's going to be gone. Uh, the great American experiment, Gonzo. Mr. Hardaway says, what's up, coach? I seen those videos with you and J JPT, which is just pearly things. Dope stuff. I'm jealous. She got to come to the crib and I couldn't even get an invite to the Raiders game. He says, I thought it was cool. We was cool, man. He says, LOL, but might be time to schedule a coaching call to talk a bit. Appreciate you, brother, man. Yeah, man. Well, you know, it is what it is. You know, you got to get in somehow. You got to get in the door somehow. And it pays. Never mind. <laughs> we have a professional relationship. I'm not going to insinuate anything. There's people in here. Are you insinuating? So you mean to say, I'm not saying nothing. All right. We did a professional interview. All right. Shout out to SAU says, good afternoon, coach. You are my favorite. African-American grifter over here. Griff season. Oh, look at my African-American yeah. over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, shout out to Esido Rusco says, Grift away. You're my favorite African-American too. You too. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking Indeed, about? Indeed, man. Shout out to you brothers. Let's get this one right here. Social media influencer says she's too pretty. To work a nine to five, let's let you guys see if that is true. This is going to be her pictured right there. That is the young woman. You see her all on the thumbnail. Yes, this is the main event. I'm sorry. This is the main event. Uh, this is the woman that says she's so pretty. I don't know what people are thinking. This woman is, I mean, she got herpes all on her lips. What, what's going on, bro? Dude, her lips has got herpes on it. Like, what are we... What are we doing? Hey, man, we need an honest beauty scale. This woman's a five or a six. She's a six for sure. And that's not bad. It's not bad to be a six. But too pretty. Where? Like, what, what are we doing, y'all? We need to stop this culture. This sim culture going out of control. Yeah, she got blonde hair. Yeah, she a flat back. Yeah, she got pale porcelain skin. That's about it. She, bar she barely is winning. With genetics alone. I mean, all she has is the American standard of beauty. That's the only thing she working with. <laughs> like, that's it. 
light color eyes. She won the American genetic lottery. Okay, and I can't even tell you if the blonde hair is real. It looks semi-real. It looks sun-kissed. She literally just won a genetic roll of the dice. I mean, and that's it. We can't tell the body. The face is looks, I mean, she looks alienish. I mean, I mean, she this is stock factory issue. Stock factory issued. And these people are wandering around here saying, look at me. Now, of course, she's not ugly, but too ugly to work. What are we doing? Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. You know good and damn well. She jumps, she's at your house. She jumps out the shower. Master Splinter will be full effect. This woman will look like if you took her to a, a, a swimming party and she jumped out the water, she would look master splinter will be full of fact. I mean, I know this. I've had too many of these women in my life. And you'd be like, man, boy, you dropped in beauty significantly. It's it's absolutely reprehensible. But this person, let's go ahead and see what her TikTok looking like. Of course, she has um, she has 80,000 TikTok followers. When I see stories like this in the media, pick up on stories like this, I'd be like, I got more followers than these people. My old ass over here got more followers than these people. She got 80,000. I got 100,000 on TikTok. And I'm literally, my account I got is on warning status. <laughs> it's been literally slowed down. I got, mil I got videos with millions of views. And I'm sitting here like, damn, they're pushing this shit. They're pushing this shit. It's it's absolutely crazy, man. I like my God. This is an influencer. What am I then? I'm like, what what in the hell am I considered? Wait a minute. Who are anyway? You? Let's hear about this broad that's getting all this attention. He says, she says, uh, let's let's see what she says here. I do not want to work for the rest of my life. Does it look like I want to get up at 6 a.m. every fucking day for the next 60 years? No, I'm too pretty for that. I do not want to work for the rest of my life. Does it look like I want to get up at 6 a.m. every fucking day for the next 60 years? No, I'm too pretty for that. I do not want to work for the rest of my life. Does it look like I want to get up at 6 a.m. every fucking day for the next 60 years? No, I'm too pretty for that. Man, hey, yo, we tried. Again, what I'm telling you guys is we tried. We tried to get it together. We tried to keep this shit going. Generation X, we tried to keep it going. The baby boomers. Y'all was off focusing on your career and all of that shit. So I could focus on my career. This woman, she goes to get her little juice, her little Starbucks, her little avocado toast, and you take it forever. This woman is out of her mind lunatic on what it takes to make real money. This is why, this is exactly why CGA gets to clap girls' cheeks like that. This is exactly why. Because men in her age, they can't take her out on dates. They can't spoil her. Speaking of spoil me culture... This is the spoil me culture here. Let's go ahead and put this up. This is a woman explaining the spoil me culture that many of us are are getting this entitlement. Now, of course, she's an older woman and she's trying to school people on the spoil me culture. But listen to this. The spoil me culture. If you have always had someone do things for you, you will have a hard time being independent yourself. You rely on others instead of relying on yourself. It's unempowering because you're vulnerable to your dependence on other people. It can easily lead to or come from entitlement because you don't have to earn it. You expect it. But now you don't value it. Okay, she's out here trying to preach the gospel truth with her face. She held her face together with all that silly putty. But shout out to her. Fair use for using her video right there. But uh, this is what a lot of men are experiencing out here. And remember. 
I was given this world. I didn't make it. Let's get back into this. Look at this. 52% of young adults are living with their parents for the first time since the Great Depression. This is the 18, the year uh, 18 to 29, 18 to 29, 52% of young adults reside with one or both parents. We can assume it's one parent because most of these parents probably are divorced. Is there, you can see it right there. All right, there's the article, Pew Research Center. Boy, and not only that, millennials are actually, some of them do well. Some of them out here struggling. They struggle, luggling, luggling. And this is the culture. This is where you get this shit from right here. I do not want to work for the rest of my life. Does it look like I want to get up at 6 a.m. every fucking day for the next 60 years? No, I'm too pretty for that. Man, never date a woman like this. Her father has never been able to tell that woman the word no. What about this? Single women. And I did a whole stream on this one probably a week or so ago. By the year 2030, Coach Radama's prediction, read my book, The Evolution. I told you this is where we're going to go. All these debt demons, all these Instagram thotties. By the year 2030, 45% of working women age 25, and this woman doesn't work, obviously, age 25 to 44 in the United States will be single. That will be the largest share in the history of the United States. This according to research by the Morgan Stanley Group, all right, business rare. And they're using data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. This isn't a situation that we're creating. Now, we're holding the line, and they're seeing young men. You have the incel, you have the virgins, you have the holding the line, you have the players, the max, and you have the Chads and Tyrones. You have the top 10% of women, men, 20% of men, smashing the, the majority of women. It's going to be bad guys there's no recovering from this actually there's a story that i often share that shows you about the declining birth rates all right and they said how do we recover and they say there is no recovering there is no amount of hafiz that can get this turned around there's not enough there's not enough um let me see here there's not enough you need to bring balanced content that's going to turn this over let me show you there's the headline right there Will birth rates, will births in the U.S. rebounds? Probably not. We are gone. It's gone, man. Hey, look, it, it, look, we need to have a, we need to have a plan, a contingency, contingency plan to adjust to the new marketplace. So if bad babies running around here making 50 million, if young millennials or young Gen Z women are going, nah, I'm not working. I'm too pretty. If you have the entitlement culture, the spoil me culture, if you have the divorce rate, if you have 40 year old women saying spoil me, if you have, we're going to set records. We're not going. Listen, when I, I'm not, this is not doom and gloom. We are need men need a contingency plan going forward. Because if I sell you hope and we end up like everybody seeing this Morgan Stanley by the year 2030, he was like, hoes going to be everywhere. This group right here, and these aren't these aren't groups of um these aren't datas, these are really these are companies telling us what's going on. This, this is Brookings. This isn't no gossip. They're telling us we ain't coming back from this shit. Mm. <laughs> we ain't coming back. It's too far gone. Okay, there is not en enough hope that I can sell you to get you to try to uh, turn this around as a community effort. Same thing with the black community. Uh, if we just get it together and stop shooting. Uh, men who are worth $28 million going to roll dice games and arguing, messing with street mafia dudes, bruh, mm. we need to stop the killing. 
Every dude, I've been I've been listening to that for 30 years. Stop the violence, and we're all in the same game. Brothers, we need to stop it. Brothers, kill another brothers. I thought the object was to love one another. Open up the paper to one more death, and yo, we keep this up, and there'll be no one left. I've heard that shit for 30 years, and y'all still shooting up everybody. Man, please, not only are you shooting up everybody, you shooting up your most famous. Stop. Look, so what I'm giving you is a contingency plan. What are we going to do? Okay, hold the line. In 2018, I say get your passport, right? Start traveling. Start enjoying your time. Get some hobbies. Build yourself up. Stack your chips. All right, stack your chips before the Great Reset happens. New, 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 new world order. Bro, we've been telling you, man, This the, the hope is gone. Hope is not a strategy. And, guys, there's a marketplace for you. There's going to be 45% single women that are going to be ready to get plowed through all for a couple of dollars. Because you know they're going to be in a bind. You already know most of these women going to be in a bind. Enjoy. They're going to be in a bind, Nate. I'm in a bind, Nate. Stand on that side, man. Don't be the guy to try to put risk it. And uh, you say, hey, everybody, we're going to get married. And then you go get married. Okay, you getting married tomorrow? Oh. Nope. You're going to be the only one. Your rent's due, mother. I'm joining. And look, <laughs> this isn't negative. This is a very positive message for men. Okay, look, I'll show you one more time. Will births in the U.S. rebound? Probably not. They were like, nope, mm, nah. Morgan Stanley, by 2030, 45% of working women, aged 25 to 44, in the U.S. will be single. This is the largest share in the history of the United States. Okay, in 2018, single women made up 41%. All right, so it's going up in the next 10 years. So what does that mean for you? Well, they're going to be single men too. Yes, they are, but I tell you, all it takes is a little bit of leverage and options to get your shit together. You can go get an airplane ticket. You can move to another city. Uh, you can go to get, you can go be sugar daddy, whatever you want, whatever you want. Oh, no, no. Get her to love you for you. Oh, man, man, bruh, bruh, bruh. <laughs> it's, you better have a contingency plan for what's going on here. All right, look at this. Look at this right here. This is more shit that you guys need to know. I know this is New World Order headlines here. But you can you can feel this when you're out here. Millennials and Gen Z's going into debt for dating. Gone. How are you supposed to get together? And y'all broke asses can't even get together to date. And I'm clapping these girls' cheeks and sending them to you. <laughs> I'm actually having fun with them. Not all of them. I wish I could, but I don't have that much money. All right. I definitely don't have that much money. I got money. But some of them, I send them back home to you. And you got to pet them to sleep. Leaking CGA. Oh, Wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, they going into debt dating. How y'all supposed to build families and y'all in debt just trying to meet each other? And the woman's going, spoil me. I want to be spoiled. And then she's also saying... I do not want to work for the rest of my life. Does it look like I want to get up at 6 a.m. every fucking day for the next 60 years? No, I'm too pretty for that. Oh, man, boy, man. Sorry, brothers, man. I'm sorry, brothers. It is, man. And this reminds me, this is a woman that said she too pretty to go to jail. She said, I'm too pretty to even go to jail. I'm going to commit crimes, though. She said she was just too pretty to go to jail when she was arrested for DUI. I'm a pretty girl. Please don't do me go in there. Why? Look, she looking like Master Splinter standing in the rain. Man, one of the most overrated. <laughs> Let me stop. Let me stop with the plain Janes. I mean, look at her. She got double chin. 
She looking like Master Splinter sitting in the rain. Look how pretty she is right there. She don't look too pretty now, but she managed to happen to hit the genetic lottery of United States quality of beauty. And I'm too pretty. I'm a pretty girl. Where? With hair and makeup and lighting. And now it seems a judge agrees. 34-year-old Lauren Cutshaw is being given a sweet deal. No jail time. And she even gets to keep her driver's license. Wow, they didn't give her nothing. Look at that. That's supposed to be pretty. That's pretty right there, bro. That's pretty. <laughs> Dude, white girls are really just head and shoulders. I'm just letting you know. Some of y'all, they y'all think she got a little cake. Uh, when you take them pants off, the cake ain't gonna be sitting up like it is. They they really just head and shoulders. All right, and they, they gotta have their hair done. If their hair happens to be wet and it ain't combed backwards, it's gonna look like Master Splinter. Let me show you something else here. She didn't. There she is. This is what she thinks. This is what she thinks gets her off, because she can happen to uh, straighten her hair, all right, and put filters and lighting. And this is what she thinks she looks like 24-7. So I'm a pretty girl. But this is what she really looked like right there. <laughs> all right. Looking like Master Splinter. All right. So let me show y'all this right there. Uh, let me let me pull up one more thing. I tell you, this world, man, is bizarre. And you can't blame them because dudes be gassing their heads up. I thought this was interesting right here. I thought I saved it. I thought I bookmarked it. Nope, I didn't bookmark it. Oh, hell. Okay, I don't have it. It was um let me see if I let me see if I liked it. Oh yes, this I did like it. All right, so this is on Twitter. Check this out. So I don't know if you guys know G Force. Oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. I gotta get the original post. Where's the original? So this woman went in the airplane. Oh, there it is right here. All right, so this woman went in the uh, an, uh, aircraft, uh, what do you call it, fighter jet, and they're showing how G-forces affect your face. So you see what she looks like there. Again, Master Splinter, essentially, but she's got the blonde hair and the face. All right, let's continue here. Oh, no, I hope I don't follow. Wait a minute, I got to turn this volume down. Uh, so this would affect everybody's face, but look. That's what she looks like when you marry her. So she went from. <laughs> she went from this right here at the wedding. But that's what she looks like when you marry her in 12, 15, 20 years. All right. This is the this is take your girl on a G fighter <laughs> with a fighter jet. Take her to a fighter jet to know what she's going to look like after you marry her. And of course, she passed out. I would have passed out, too. Damn, it aged her 20 years. It aged her 20 years. Holy Jesus. Like, is that real? She looking like, she looking like, oh, she looking like. To wrap you in my warm embrace and i make it last forever. Look at that. Yes, I catch a glimpse of heaven. When you let me wrap you in. By the way, this is why people age because we're fighting gravity the entire time. The more the more time we spend on Earth, we're fighting against gravity, and this is why things start to sag and face starts to go down. But the G Force managed to accomplish it in 15 minutes. I'm sorry, 15 seconds. 15 seconds managed to age her in 20 years, maybe 15 years without the makeup. But look, look how she came back. Wow. 
Look at that. That is amazing, boy. She came back. That's unbelievable, bruh. In two seconds, she was 62 over here, or she was 42. She's 42 right here. And then now all of a sudden, she's back at the junior college uh, showing me her feet. <laughs> oh, look at her. She, yeah, she's ready to show me her feet now. Yeah, yeah, show me. Okay, look. She like, my goodness. Oh, I didn't realize I was that ugly. Wow, man. Boy, the world is crazy, man. Oh, shoot, shoot, shoot. All right. Witchcraft, I tell you. Witchcraft, I tell you. All right, what are we doing here? We got to get to these super chats in the building. All right, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Shout out to Reese Johnson. Pause. He says, I hate to be this guy, coach, but what's your opinion on Pearlie's? Me too of a black coach. Uh, the video was, I heard it was taken down. So by the time I tried to go over there and shuffle over there to see it, I missed it. So essentially, I think she had a um situation where uh uh nfl player is she ratted him out or something like that so um he's defending himself and that's she's gonna have to overcome that my opinion is it probably is a situation that was she addressed it then uh this guy's denying it and i'm thinking if she can get past that she's off to the races if you guys know what's going on here she's off to the races but um that scenario plays itself out quite a bit. I've been in the coaching profession. I've been in the coaching profession. I've been in the fitness training profession. I've been in the athlete coaching profession. Let me just say that scenario plays itself out numerous times. That's what she described was what, what the, I saw the response from the guy, what he described was somewhat common. Now from that, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that uh, it's going to be a, he said, she said, which she's going to come out on top. If she has the momentum, if somehow they're able to switch it and he comes out on top, is it going to affect her rise? Is it going to affect her rise? So listen, that situation, when we talk about a trainer, because I think it was a sports trainer, but he was a football player, which I don't know his name. I meant to look him up, but I didn't look him up. It's going to be interesting. I, I want to see it play out, but I don't think. I don't think it's going to, he would have to prove his case, which is going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult. And is he willing to pursue it and bring her down? I mean, this is going to be interesting. But I want to see exactly what it was that she said and he did. Anyway, shout out to JC says, Coach, we want an apology. He says, these are y'all's kids. <laughs> mm -mm. These ain't my kids. These ain't my kids. My kids ain't out there yet. My kids ain't out there yet, but they're going to be out there pretty soon, about three or four years. And I'm going to be. <laughs> yeah, the court of public opinion will be waiting. Uh, somebody says, do I get Kaylee's cheaper in Vegas or Orange County? Um, it's it's um, the quality's worse in Vegas, man. Orange County will spoil you. Speaking of spoil me, Orange County, I'm spoiled. Because I come out to Vegas, I'll be like, shit, this shit is like mincemeat out here. Mincemeat. Even the ones that are somewhat attractive, they find a way to somehow make themselves look despicable. They either, I don't know what it is in Vegas, but the tattooed women with the tattoos on their legs and calves, it's all over the place. I'm like, man, this is nothing but desert rat stuff. This is Deseret. 
I know people be like, Vegas got hot chicks. The visitors are hot. Mm. Once you go off the strip, around the corner, down Highway 15 or 215, Deserats. Mm. Deserats. That same thing in Phoenix and Tucson. Desert rats. I mean, it's like, I got spoiled in Orange County, man. Same thing in L.A. Uh, Schedule OP says, I don't get how the junior college girls stay broke. <laughs> I do. <laughs> they always in a, bind. I'm in a bind. Hey, guys, it um to be a woman costs a lot of money. And this is what you have to understand. I have a daughter, and it costs a lot of money to be a woman. Being a woman is not cheap. And this is why they... This is why they don't want to pay for dates. And I get the argument. I, I don't get it, but I get it, right? I get what they're saying. They're like, hey, you want me to look like this? But it's hypocrisy because they will also say, well, we don't dress for men or we don't dress to get attention from men. But then they're going to offer up, hey, for us to not pay for dates, I got to pay for hair, nails, makeup. Well, you were going to pay for that anyway, right? And you also don't wear it for men, apparently, right? You don't wear it for attention, right? Right. Which one is it going to be? You always got to keep women in check because they talk out of both sides of their neck. Which one is it? Do you dress for us or not? Admit you dress for us and then, OK, we'll pay for dates so you can keep your hair, nails, makeup, esthetician, vagina waxing, everything. Where where's 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 Zoe? Let let Zoe explain it. Hair, makeup, esthetician, facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independent. Yeah, man. It costs a lot to get a, keep a woman just doing the bare minimum. And just think about it. If a woman's lacking in any of these categories, they're going to be called out on it from men and women, right? If they nails ain't done, you're going to be like, damn, what's wrong with your nail? Oh, man. Oh, look at your hair. Oh, look at your baby hair. Look at your weave. Like, they're going to be criticized for it. So I get it. It's expensive to be a woman. And everything that, um, you know, these marketing companies know, these corporations know, yeah, y'all going to pay up. They're going to make women pay. So with that being said, this is why they're always broke. Just think of a girl who who's just working a job like you at Subway. You guys make the same amount of money and you're barely making it. And she's barely making it. But she also has to do hair. She also has to do this hair, makeup, esthetician, facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independent. All, and she also she got she also got to get her weed. She got to get her tattoos. She got to get the doctor to check up all on that piece leave. All right. They got to make sure they don't get no damn uh, STI. Uh, they do. And then that's on addition to it's expensive to be a woman. It's expensive to be a woman. That's why they always broke. Now, if they don't have an over and abundance of money, they're going to have to, they're going to be in a bind. I'm in a bind they're going to be in a bind. This is why they say they want you to pay for drinks because they got to work. And not only that, what about clothes? What about clothes? They're very particular about their clothes. They can't be seen two and three times in the same outfit. Uh, they're fluctuating weight, so their clothes it changes. Uh, their clothes are very expensive. Them Lululemon pants is be $151.75 a pop. All right, the shoes. Dude, it's expensive to be a woman, so that's why they always broke. Now, they're also pay gap. They also don't make as much money as men. They do. And they get, do. So that's why they be seeing me, bro. Yeah, and they they're they have bad habits, bad money management. They're the they're the uh, epitome of why they belong in marriages. <laughs> okay, everything about them, society figured out they need to be under the control of man. 
Because when it comes to their own self, even women that make $80,000 a year, somebody says the pay gap has been debunked. I was using, I did like this when I said pay gap. Okay. I did like this when I said pay gap. I don't support the pay gap, but I'm saying they choose jobs that particularly will land them over their period of time low. And they don't have the same work ethic. So with all of these things combined, they belong up under a man. I don't care if the man is broke as hell himself. They belong because when you leave them to their own devices, devices, they can make $80,000 a year and they will be flat broke. Flat broke. Not only will they be flat broke, they will be in debt. And you think they're making it. Oh, look at this woman. She's making it. Her parents are still supporting her. Her ex-husband's still supporting her. Her boyfriend's paying for dates or half the rent. So she's getting child support for her kids that live with her. They, She's getting social programs, welfare, the government support. Dude, don't ever believe in this country. And I'm not saying this as a misogynist. In this country, I would say no less than 10% of women are supporting themselves. And they still be broke. Any woman under the age of 35, she certainly has her parents supporting her, a baby daddy, child support, government programs, student loans, she hustling, she going seeking away, stripping, selling feed pictures. I'm, I'm saying this as a me because I have women in my life. I have a mother. Um, she, uh, well, How old is she? <laughs> She's in her 60s. I have an ex-wife. I have a daughter. People always try to say, what about all this shit? I'm looking at them going, in many instances, I'm their means of support. All three of them. Now, it doesn't mean they all get support from me. But look, if one of them three went left, if one of those three people in my life, them females, if they went left and went down, dead broke, guess who is going to be coming to the rescue? The first person, the first item up for bid, the first individual that they're going to turn to, all three of them women, are going to come looking at me. Because my mother ain't getting married anytime soon. Neither is my ex-wife. Neither is my daughter. Think about this. They coming straight to me. It's CGA we trust. That's the reality of it. <laughs> they going to all be... They gonna all be like, uh, CGA. That's that's the power of the economic dependency of women. They can all just turn to one dude and point to his ass like Hulk Hogan. Hold on for a second. I'm I'm going a little bit overtime here. Let me see here. <laughs> Hulk Hogan pointing. I'm gonna show you how they how they gonna be looking. For a second. This is how they gonna be looking. Any one of them three, they're going to be looking just like, oh, wait, let me see if I get somebody right here. They're going to be looking just like this right here. Let me get it bigger right there. Look, they're going to be pointing to me like this, hulking up. I can't get a good picture of it. Where's a good picture? They're going to be pointing just like this here, pointing at my ass. You, you. Your rent's due, motherfucker. The bank of CGA. And look, that's all men. It's not just me. It's all men. You're in this situation, whether you're a son, husband, or your parents got divorced and your mom, she ain't getting married. She ain't getting married. Your aunts, your cousins, 
everybody going to be like this. It's you. I wish there was a bigger picture of this. You. If they get a medical emergency, a car accident, anything, this thing just going to turn their fingers and point right to my ass. So this is the this is gonna how how <laughs> this is how negative it's gonna be when you get the forty five percent of women are gonna be single and childless. It's gonna be a shit show, an absolute shit show. Shout out to you right there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Schedule piece says epic answer, coach. It deserves a bigger donation. Take me out with Ida Pappy. Ida Pappy. When it, now men don't have access to any of this shit. Just so you guys know, everything I named, the best thing you could do is get do a student loan scam where you sign up for school and then you get your student loan check from the government and you live off of it. That's the only thing possible. Everything else, you can't depend on a woman. You can't depend on your parents. You can't depend on a man. Oh, yeah. And and that's these you. women at my pockets. They These women at uh, every guy's pockets. They're out your pockets right now. They're not at love. They're at your pockets. Yeah, you can't go to the government. You can't go to no homeless shelter. They can do all of this shit. And the reason why, and this is what I know, and women don't deny it because it's not doing you any favors. Women require financial support. It costs a lot to be a woman. This is why they're saying you need to make X amount of dollars a year or it ain't worth it to them. They'd rather do bad by all that. So, and, and, and one thing you'll find is that women will say they're supporting themselves, and they'll be doing the bare minimum. Nissan Ultima payment, eight years, $78 a month. Uh, they'll have no car insurance. They'll be living in a damn hot sweat box. One-bedroom apartment, studio apartment, with all they clothes crammed into 400 square feet. And they'll be bragging. Now, let you do that shit. Let you bring her back to that, and you ain't a Chad or Tyrone. Let you bring her back to that apartment. And see what she says to you. She'd be like, this it? You struggling. But her, <laughs> she's winning in life. See, this is the world we live in. We need to come to an agreement or the the more we do this crazy shit, the, the less likely we'll ever recover. All right, shout out to Macaroni Tony. Speaking of too pretty for jail, there's a Twitter account. Uh, at mug shawties at mug shawties they post mug shots of attractive women and boy the comment section is simp city not a surprise oh did i skip these zero fallout oh no i did get you shout out to you brothers here and then we got the super chizats let's see here let me do these over here did i get i got like five more and i got a skedaddle of course, PayPal acting slow. No government name. This is Trayvarius, Sean. Little Trayvarius in the building. He says, you provided me with endless entertainment, laughs, and most importantly, valuable knowledge that has helped me turn my life around. Keep up this priceless work, Coach. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. And, and look, people are like, you don't have to help your ex. You don't have to help your mama or your daughter. Okay. In this world, in normie world, yes, you do. Because they're going to be out. You're going to let your ex-wife go homeless? You gonna let your daughter go homeless? You gonna let your mama go homeless? Do you know what I'm saying? And don't let them look up. Oh, what's his net worth? And his wa and his daughter homeless? And his ex-wife homeless? And his mama homeless? Dude, they would be at my neck. 
Dudes will be pulling up in my dude. My whole family will pull up on me. Like what? How you gonna let my mama be out here in these streets? And I'm gonna be like in these streets. Too bad, so sad. <laughs> but I'm gonna hate you for the rest of my life, Daddy. Well, <laughs> everybody's got to make tough decisions in life. All right, shout out to AD Austin. I believe that female content creator. I work in tech, and when you're not ugly, people are weird. It's true. He said, when you're not ugly, simps will come to the rescue. This is why you got the idea that hoes are winning. Henry Brazilian says, I told my family how much divorce costing me. They looked at me, Martin Lutherly, meaning he says, meanwhile, I'm shuffling to figure out how to cut a $150,000 check. Yep, this is the whole thing of why you, I don't advise you to follow people to tell you to get into marriage and love because when it don't work out, they be looking at your ass like, oh, uh, you think I could sleep on your couch? They be looking at your ass like, nope. And they're going to blame your ass. They're going to be like, and it's all Jermaine phone. It's always Jermaine phone. My man got to come up with 150. Shit. Sizzo says, hey, yo, coach, you already know Sizzo. We'll lay that track down. My vocal game is on point. Bad. Is it bad Barbie? Y'all keep putting bad Barbie now. Bad baby in the Ku Klux Kaylee, just showing the entitlement of the modern day woman. And you hit the nail on the head about how it's no longer about being equal. Keep on grifting, CGA. We next. We next up, man. Wait, till I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get mad fans on my uh, mad fans on my music, man. For real. In league, I trust XXs can be complete losers and still call you a loser, even though you're doing better than them. You think about it. That's why the dating marketplace is jacked. They're like, oh, you only make 40. You only make 50. You only make 60. And you're like, how much do you make? And they like, well, I don't have to make nothing. Why don't you have to make anything? And she says, I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. Shout out to G Hardaway, right? Coach, he says, I get it. It pays to have influence for sure. LOL. Of course, a professional interview. I'm not insinuating anything. LOL. He says, I know you keep it professional. I know. Yeah. You know, it's professional. Everything's on the up and up. I'm not insinuating anything. Maryland guy. Maryland guy says what? Aaron Clary had a stream about a week ago in which he said young men just don't have the drive anymore to get out of bed and go to work anymore because a lot of them can't get women due to them chasing the top tier men. He says, that's just, he said, they just got video games and prawn. This is the, this is listen. I know people hate the incels and the guys that give up. Don't throw in the towel. I get it. There's money to be made off these guys. And there's, I want to push them to be better. But however, if you look at the scenario, most of them are completely out. Most guys don't wouldn't get out of bed if they knew, they wasn't getting no peace leave. I mean, what do you do? You guys got to give them a contingency plan. Like, okay, you can live the free agent lifestyle. Like that, you can find value in working for yourself. But I've always said the caveat between men and women, um, men can live off very little. We can live, we can live like a dusty and be completely happy. A woman cannot. She will always try to be leveling up. And thus, for him to get with a woman, once he gets the woman, she will tell him to keep leveling up, level up, level up, make more money, ask for a promotion. And then it's going to kick your ass. It's going to kick you in the nuts because once you get the promotion to give her more, then she's going to say, she's going to say, you're never here. I'm not happy. 
Okay. <laughs> it's a trick. It's a trap, guys. <laughs> it's a trap. I keep telling you, dude, it's you're never going to make them happy. So I don't know. A.D. Austin says, my Leslie cousin from Florida got stuck in Puerto Rico with her girlfriend because of a hurricane. Her dad def definitely sent her money for the extra four days. You don't get to stay for free, Goofy. So that's another example. Um, daughters always have dad. And this is why women do feel like there's an entitlement uh, situation where they're entitled because they know they have a safety net. Right. They can live life on a, with a safety net. I will never be down and out. <laughs> yeah. I'll never be down and out. I always have daddy, an ex-boyfriend, a simp, a beta male orbiter, a friend zone, a ex-husband, a, a, a father. They, they, they always got to out. They always got to out. Meanwhile, yo ass, you you be lucky to have an out. Shout out to Mr. Carruthers in the building. Coach, your teachings, your teachings are helping men. Don't stop. You can't stop, won't stop. We'll give you a sponsorship, too. I'm, I'm about to miss my appointment. Mr. Hardaway says, what did you have to say? The maintenance and monkey for, whim, for women may be higher, but they sure don't get the great equalizer between their legs, though. He says they got men by the short and the curlies. Yes, they do. Yeah, we're, we're, the, we're the earners. Even though women are earning money, I can I can guarantee you, I know people making damn near six figures and they broke. If they're not broke, they have no savings. They own no property, no land. They own nothing outside of them just making it. I swear to God, if you, if you only knew, I actually show you this data. There's probably 10% of women that got that. Many of them have husbands. <laughs> many of them have husbands. They have no assets. They got a bunch of liabilities. If they stop earning the check today, and this is normal, this is mo most Americans though, but if they stop earning the day, they'd be in dire straits. They'd be in a bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. Ask them how much money they, but it's changing now because they can now monetize themselves on social media. So that's the great equalizer as well. All right. Did we get everybody, man? It's time for me to shuffle up out of here. Uh, let me make sure I got the last Venmo. That's what I need to do. Yes, we did. We got you brothers out there. We got everybody, man. Shout out to the coach gang. Appreciate y'all for being here. We'll be back in the morning. Peace. Man, I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And my Louis. husband will buy me as many fucking Louis as I want to. So you're gonna What's a fucking game? No, he's gonna fucking spoil me. No, I don't no. deal with no don't, fucking don't, scrubs. Don't. He's gonna be a fucking engineer doctor, one of the fucking two, and he's gonna buy me as many fucking Louis as I want, set. as many Chanel's, as many Gucci belts as I want, as many fucking Louis purses that I want. What happens if y'all get a divorce? What are you gonna do then? Sit on your ass? Find another fucking husband, dude. Is that your fucking plan? You have to be independent, Zoe. Hair, makeup, esthetician, facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independence. I will get Well, I'm glad that. that you want to take care of someone else for your life. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Whatever, Zoe. Whatever.